Old MacDonald had a form. E-I-E-I. My dick. You can run, but you can't hide, I'll find you. Just when you think the shit is over, I'm standing right behind you. You crossed the wrong motherfucker, now you paranoid. Cause I'm a nigga, these niggas just can't destroy it. I'm on the hunt, so keep your shit low. But your O'Connor's slacking up, I should have killed you from the get-go. Nigga, but this is it. We could have talked it out like players, but now I want some gangster shit. What possessed this motherfucker to try to... Welcome to the Recipe and Rhymes Podcast. It's your humble host, Big Steel. This is a heavy-hearted, but still way up edition of the Recipe and Rhymes Podcast. Uh, first off, we'd be remiss not to mention we lost two soldiers in the, in that good old fight that we call life, you know. Um, two soldiers. Quick and 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 when we talk about loss we always we always feel like it's too early. We we can never really get with the loss of a family member or the loss of a friend, the loss of a constant in your life. You can't you can't really wrap your head around that ever. You just keep moving and time heals the wounds. But we lost two great soldiers in that old good fight, man. Two great soldiers, Mrs. Evelyn Ruffin. Um, y'all, y'all should, y'all should recognize that. I always have asked for the last three, four, five shows. I've asked for your prayers and your 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 support for the Franklin Ruffin Sherelle family. Um, and and your prayers were answered your prayers that sh- that her suffering would end they were answered your prayers that her hurt would end your prayers that she would feel better have been answered um only in the way that we wouldn't have liked to have them answered uh we lost her um big mark franklin lost his mom evelyn ruffin for me, to me, was a big influence on my life um, because just as she was Mark's mom, when I came that way to visit with him and build our bond, she treated me like a son. She was my mom. So that's a whole for me personally. It ain't about me because people lost bigger um but she was fun smart funny passionate vulgar <laughs> she 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 had fun and she lived intensely and loved intensely and everything she told you was to better you even in her criticism of you I'm that more responsible, that much more dependable, that much more wise because I knew Evelyn Sherelle. Big Ma, Crystal, Pam, Papa Willie, 
all others who are feeling this loss, Uncle Frazier, I'm sorry and I love you. Uh, it's a cliche, but we use cliches because they true. Joy comes in the morning. You know, heard it at every funeral. Or you know, heard it when people are trying to soothe. And that's all we can do now is soothe because I can't relate to the pain that they're going through. I just hate to see them go through it. So it hurts me. Um, I loved her. And, and, and we definitely shall meet again. <laughs> that's the prayer. Um, secondly, this extremely tragic, extremely sudden, and you can't speak as positively on this as 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 I just was earlier mentioned. But a young man very close to me, Joshua Williams, lost his life to gun violence. Um. Joshua Williams, to me, one of the best young brothers I had ever known. And it's not just me talking about him because he gone now. Like when I met him, he he, he brightened up the room. He's too funny, really positive, really smart. Um, and when I say smart, I don't, I don't, I don't have to talk about education. To know you don't have to you don't have to go down a, a a person's education resume to know a smart person. Um, smart young brother had a lot of goals, had drive and determination, but because people can't quite get with it when you want to change, he's gone. saddest shit I ever seen in my life and I'm absolutely tired 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 of these stories in the news it used to be I you know guns used to settle you know international disputes okay the world hey they all pick up the guns and you know now guns are settling everyday disputes Disputes over over grass, disputes over twenty dollars, disputes over a woman or a man or or whatever. Guns are 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 are, are setting the precedent for everything. Used to be when you had a dispute and if it came to blows, blows, okay, we can get over it. And maybe you seen that person next time and maybe y'all had to fight again. <laughs> Or or maybe y'all 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 got in a circle where you realized that y'all were in the same sort of circle, so that beef squashed. We're not giving ourselves even the chance to do that. The use of guns is far like going beyond its necessity, and it sucks so bad. Josh Williams was 24 years old. 
24 years old. To quote Harlem Nights, we've all seen Harlem Nights. But Richard Pryor's character is talking to Eddie Murphy's character. And he says, it's cool to die when you're 89. Think about that. When you're 89 and your whole lineage is around you. Everything you brought across is around you. At 89, it's cool to die. Because everybody's there. Everybody's like, man, grandpa, we'll see you. Grandma, we'll see you. It's going to hurt. It's a whole still. But you're 89. We understand. 24, if you got leukemia, we understand. But 24, and you just senselessly murdered. I can't understand that. Mothers and fathers who have felt this pain can't understand that. Girlfriends, wives, young children, siblings, they can't understand that. Twenty seconds of silence for our lost soldiers. Maybe that was a little more. But, you know, those events and, you know, just going, what's going on in the world, it just makes you ask what the fuck. Gramlin State University, two young men lose their life. Gun violence. Seniors. People can't take an ass whooping or whatever it was. About to get out. About to really realize life taken away from them. What the fuck? <laughs> Donald Trump is still our president. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, wildfires, hurricanes in Europe, you never heard of that. Climate change is real, and people are ignoring it. What in the fuck? I mean, if I had every answer, I could, I would, I would help. And if I, if I could get hold to somebody ear in my position, I think I could help. Uh, I think we all could because it's, it's, it's people on the ground that know what's going on. But those people that represent us have no idea what's going on. We're going to further roll into oblivion. Because the blind are leading the people with sight. Not the blind leading the blind. The blind are leading people with sight. That's, that's not going to work. That's backwards. All this, you know, and, and now that it's, it's October and it's cooling off and, and, and you know, you know how I tie shit in the food 
and sometimes I use food to medicate. Uh, one pot meals, like soups, chili, stuff like that. Comfort food. It 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 does something like hold hug you. You know, a, a good bowl of. Fucking chicken noodle or a pesole or a rose con pollo, ramen. That shit hug you, you know. And always when October hit and that first cold day hit, my mom or in my mom's house, a pot of chili is made. And this year, my baby niece started the chili trend with her pot of chili and it was it was good it was really good and i make a nice chili myself and i'm gonna share the recipe with you um and it shall hug you and soothe you through any pain you going through or you know just the bullshit in the world if it gets to you like it gets to me sometimes good bowl of chili man this is a good bowl of chili first five pounds of stew meat now stew meat is it, it comes in a in a in a package it's cubed um you might could get a little more for a little more bang for your buck if you get a roast and cube it yourself um but you get you a nice five gallon stock pot get it hot little olive oil at the bottom you throw your stew meat in and you season it aggressively with salt and pepper and what you do with the stew meat you just want to sear it you want to sear it you want to sear it on all the sides of the stew meat get it nice dark caramelized have that nice little little layer of uh you might think it's burnt but that nice little layer of char at the bottom um with your stew meat Getting it over, really, really, really browning it really nice, trapping in all the juices of the meat. And when that's done, when it's really, really dark and brown, you pull it out, set it to the side. You know, you can put it in whatever you want, put it on a plate, whatever you want. You're going to see it rest. It doesn't matter. Pull it out, put it to the side. Then you take onion, celery. And bell peppers, one onion, two bell peppers, and two ribs of celery. Fine dice them or chop them up really small. Pour them over in the pot. Garlic, let that saute. And when that's, that, that gets a nice brown, or not brown, but nice translucent and, and starting to get brown, you take beef stock, pour it over. You're going to see when the beef stock hits the pan, it's going to bubble and, and all that stuff at the bottom going to come up in it. That's flavor. You know, you remember Boomerang when he was like, that's not smoke. That's aroma. That's not a burnt pot. That's flavor. Uh, in culinary terms, it's called fawn. And when you take a liquid, and take fawn off the bottom of a pot or a pan that is called deglazing. So you deglaze the pan with 
couple quarts of beef stock and let that come to it. Throw your stew meat back over and let it cook down a little bit. Let it reduce by, by maybe by a third. As, as it has reduced, you add crushed tomatoes to it, um, like like four or five cans crushed tomatoes. Um, I really like crushed tomatoes. It's uh, I I prefer it to tomato sauce because you get more when you get crushed tomatoes. You get more of that tomato taste when it's sauce. Everything else is wrapped up in tomato sauce, you know, in the can. But the the crushed tomatoes give you the tomato flavor. I think when you make stuff with tomatoes and tomatoes are the base, it should be tomatoey. That's how I feel. So. Four cans crushed tomatoes. Let them cook down. Four cans tomato paste. And when you add the tomato paste, you see it start to thicken up. When it thickens up, let it come to a boil. You hit it with some chopped cilantro. Four uh, tablespoons of cumin. Five tablespoons of chili powder. And a handful of brown sugar just to counteract the acidity of the tomatoes. So you whisk all that together, you're mixing all that up, and you just let it be for like 35, 40 minutes. You just let let that mix be. Then after that 35, 40 minutes, you add your beans. Five cans of kidney beans, or you're feeling froggish, leap. Put the beans in there earlier when you put the when you put the beef stock in, so they can cook cook up with them. You can you can get raw beans. This is what I was trying to bring across. I like to cook with raw beans. I don't have, I don't like dealing with the cans and stuff like that. That syrup and all that. I don't really like that. You can make your own syrup with the beans in the pot. That'll help to thicken it too. You just have to cook it a little long. You have to cook it for six hours rather than this three hours I'm talking about. So, going back to it, you can use the you can use the cans of beans because nobody want to wait all day. Me, I like to make a day of making chili. I wait on it all day and cook other shit for breakfast and lunch and 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 uh and snack. You know, and wait on it four, five, six hours. You you cook all that and you cook when you cook one pot meals that's how they should go low and slow and 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 you will you will taste those flavors marry you you will taste them all married together uh and like i said a hug you so after that 30 40 minutes throw the can of beans in the pot with them let it go. Turn it down low. Let it go. Two and a half hours. Just let it go. And intermittently stirring it. Just let it go. Just let it go. Let it do what it's going to do. I know everybody's hungry. Is that chili ready yet? No. It's not. Not for another two and a half hours. You want something else? I'll make you grilled cheese. Um... So, yeah, things like that should should hug you and it, and it should soothe 
the soul. Uh, I know that cooking, especially right now, in these in these aches and pains, everybody everybody's feeling cooking and and food and family. Like shout out my oldest niece Dominique is in the house today. With us come surprises. I well, I was surprised. Everybody else know. Don't nobody tell me shit in my family till too late. But I was surprised to see her and and hear that she was here. And I'm super happy she's here to 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 support us, sister, and and, and be back with the family. Um, it's it's always a blessing to 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 be with family and and, and things of that sort. And you know, okay, you got you, y'all got back in tune because of a loss. It's a blessing. Um, yeah, shit, just make better strides, goddamn, to get together on all levels for everything. Just dive out the sky, get on the plane, you get on the plane, and and get a white people a thousand dollars to go to Jamaica, and then make them rich all while you're in Jamaica. See your people. Go see your people. See about your people, cause, cause, cause there are sometimes those there are holes you will never be able to fill. If you got something going on with a family member, look to squash it. Look very hard to atone. Life is short. It's a fucking blur. I know that it's people that have lived a hundred years. I bet you that hundred years was a fucking blur. My 39 years have been a blur. Get right with all people in your circle. Get right with your community. Get right with the most high. Get right. Do what you can do to 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 love, man. Honor your parents, all of their wishes. Do what they ask. Do what they ask. Do what they need. Call them, kiss them, tell them you love them. Because when they gone, there's a hole there that you can't feel. You cannot replace them. It's a harsh reality that you can replace a wife. You can replace children. You can have other children. But you only get one mother, one reason for being one, one mother, one person that brought you forth. It's only one. Treat her with all her honor, no matter how she treats you, because you owe her way more than she'll ever owe you. That's just my feeling on it. I mean, you know, I know people. There's some people that have had really, really bad experiences. Like, like <laughs> I just read about a lady ramming her daughter's head into the wall because she misspoke a Bible verse. Now, seeing the lady's picture. <laughs> seeing the lady's picture. She ain't been into the Bible that long. 
but certain shit happens, man. And 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 like I say, it it, it doesn't matter. Your parents, you cannot replace them. Love them, honor them, do all they ask. Get with them. If you live out of state, go see them. Dive out the sky and go see them. Finally, talk a little NFL. It's, it's fucking football season. It's my favorite time of year. I love football, man. I used to love to play it. It's fucking beautiful to watch. We used to have so much fun. I, I remember uh, back in the day we had a, 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 a sophomore football coach, Terry Love. Terry Love played defensive back for the Minnesota Vikings in the 70s. And he used to he used to trip us out because first day of summer camp, you smell that ocean breeze. And and that stuck with me because I really love football. Other things happened where I didn't keep going and keep playing, but I fucking loved it, man. And when he said that, that time of year, even now, when when football season starts and and I recognize, I see it on TV or I hear about it, I step out my door and I smell that ocean breeze. Man. How much love and fun I have for the sport of football. How how much love and fun it is and how much it how 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 well it has served people. And then there's a side of the NFL that you can't really fuck with. Because as many people as it has served well, it has not served way more so well. And it has underlying issues, white supremacy, racism, nationalism. It is is the NFL has whack points. Everything has its whack points. Your 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 deepest love has its whack points. But for me, when 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 the NFL can step up. And say, hey, player, shut your mouth and play. It's only a fucking game, man. It's a fucking game. It's a it's 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 it's, it's just entertainment. I can act as big a buffoon as I want to now. They done reinstated they done reinstated uh celebrations. I can act as big a buffoon as I want to on the football field, but I can't tell you how I feel about the world. On a football field, I can't I can't be conscious of how my kind of person is treated in the world just only because I've been blessed with physical attributes that allow me to play a game. It's just a fucking game, man. I got to have a certain posture. I got to wear certain clothes. I got to look like this. I mean, they make millions of dollars and there's a thing called professionalism. But as a professional, nobody has a problem with my point of view. And nobody is telling me 
what I got to do on a cue of somebody singing some fucking song. I can't I got to stand up for the 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 national anthem the United States national anthem. I got to stand up for it because living in the United States has been good for me. I I think that's that's garbage. I can use my intellect to play the game. But I can't use my intellect in expressing a thought or a feeling or use my intellect in deciphering what's happening to my people in my community or use my intellect to get me out of these shitty contracts that you're trying to put on me. Why do I have to just be a commodity? And why do you just talk about me when it comes to value? As a human being, I have value. I have to stand out and only be in the game for the love of for the love of the game. But when I score a touchdown, I used to couldn't dance. Now I can dance because you done fucked me in the world for real and I'm reacting to that on the football field. I can't I still can't do that. When when Colin Kaepernick started kneeling for the national anthem, I don't know if anybody recognized it. For the next seven weeks on nationally televised games, there was a black person in a military uniform singing the national anthem. I don't know what it says. It says something. But if it's brown, it stinks to high hell, and it's just laying there on the ground, it's probably shit. We won't talk about NFL players' contracts because they've collectively bargained for that, so they that's that's what they got. But I think they really get screwed because you can't express yourself. You can only express yourself in certain contexts. Grown men are supposed to express themselves however they see fit when. All that said, I'm still going to be watching football. And it's because I root for young brothers to take their families to heights that they never imagined because they do something that they love. It ain't nothing wrong with you doing something you love. It ain't nothing wrong with people playing football. It ain't nothing wrong with people watching football. But just keeping it in the right context. I'm not that passionate about it anymore. Not in the NFL. Love to watch the Bears every Sunday. Get their ass whooped. <laughs> Although lately they've been they've been whooping some ass, so that's what's up. But 
it's not that big a deal. These things that we that we put so much time into, we invest time into these motherfuckers that's that done got married and having babies and relationships and all this. We put so much time and energy and we talking back and forth and his blogs and his fucking TV shows to break down how motherfuckers' body language was when they walked off the podium. It's, it, it's, it's TV shows to break down people's broken up marriages. It's TV shows that just sit and talk about a motherfucker all day, all their negative points. Not, not even the shit that we know him for. I only want to know my hero for what I know him for. I don't care about his personal life. His personal life is his personal life. People on TV and artists and and musicians and fucking athletes and stuff like that they get a raw deal because they have no privacy and privacy is is an innate right a god-given right and when we take it away from them we foul for that we foul we foul because uh you know we talking about Kanye and Kim and they didn't they did this and them people is crazy and it that's that's backbiting. We backbiting outwardly. How do we do that? We don't want nobody talking about us behind our back, but shit, we done found out some shit about Kanye and Kim and and we talking about motherfuckers we don't even know. Behind they back. That was a tangent I went off on, and it's cool, but I think that we are just missing the fucking point of this physical life. Fucking missing it, man. Way off on it. So in sublimation, try that. Chili recipe, rewind that shit, get it, get you some stew meat, get a roast, dice it up. Man, I'm telling you how the chili will hug you. Keep praying for everybody. Pray outside your circle. Because we all need it, because you're going to be looking for some prayers. You're going to be asking for some prayers. It don't feel too bad to ask for something that you hourly give all the time. I love you, Big Mark. And I'm with you, brother. Until next time, this was the Recipe and Rhymes podcast. Peace be upon you and the blessings and favors of Allah.